So I just got done watching a marathon of my 600-pound life. And apparently, women can get pregnant and not know it. Like, for months. This one chick, well, four different women were pregnant all the way to their third trimester and didn't even realize. This is the kind of shit that's going on in the world right now. This is what we're doing. Ugh. Let's start the show. Hey everybody, what's going on? It's your boy Uncle Doug and welcome to number eight, the eighth episode of the Oxenities Podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We going in. We're 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 slowly progressing into a big enterprise. Yeah. <laughs> on today's episode, I'm gonna be talking about a well, I'm gonna be sharing a story with you of when I used to do security. When I was a security guard, well, I'm sorry, a security officer. That's the that's a title that I had. But nah, nigga, I wasn't no security officer. I was a security guard. Officers arrest niggas. Officers, they shoot people. They file reports. I didn't do none of that shit. All right? I was there for a paycheck. Nothing more, nothing less. And with the shenanigans that happened that I had to deal with, I wasn't even getting paid enough. So, I want to share that with you. Ear out some grievances, if I can. So, stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Yeah. See, the real secret, and I tell this to everybody, you have to care about every minute of your day. It's too many people doing stuff that's non-productive. You ain't got time for that. If you ain't where you want to be, you got to be hustling. Right. You know, the dream is free. The hustle is sold separately. Mm, I like that it's, one. It's, it's the deal. And so every minute of my day is planned, even when I, whatever I do. You know, but you got, it, look, man, if you got to smoke one every day, if you got to drink a cold one every day, if you got to make sure you watch Scandal when it come on Mondays, and you got to be there for Atlanta Housewives on Wednesday. If that's your schedule right there, I got some very startling news for you. You ain't gonna make it, man. Right. You ain't gonna make it. You, you're not gonna be successful. Right. You're gonna be ordinary, man. And if you wanna be ordinary, there's nothing wrong with that. There's far more ordinary people, so if your desire is to be ordinary, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But if you wanna be successful, if you wanna have a quality lifestyle to be able to, to play with the big boys, it's it's every minute of the day. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. So I want to tell you guys about, well, basically a story of when I used to work. It's not really a story. I think it's more of a collection of stories of when I used to work at Pop-Tart, a very lucrative and very controversial retail store here in the United States of America. <laughs> oh, this was the worst job I ever had. Like the shittiest job I ever had. And actually, so here's the whole story, right? So when I came to the country, the first job that I got was that. I um I was a shelf stalker. Like I used to stock the shelves. And this was on the overnight shift. So my shift was ten to seven. 
five days a week. And you know the thing that's so wild? I remember when I went for my um, my first job interview, first ever in all my life. I went uh, wearing a suit, and I had a little attache case when I left Jamaica and came here. Same deal. Went there with my little attache case, you know, with all my files, all my information, date of birth, birth certificate, uh, social security card, everything. Like, I was dressed up in my Sunday best. Man, I, it it felt like I was going for, like, a store manager job, but it was, like, to stock shelves. And in actuality, I should have went there in, like, jeans and some T-shirt because this shit, this place, place was a piece of shit. <laughs> But regardless, I was young. I was naive. I worked at this place for a year. Was it a year and and a year and three months, I think. And then I I got fed up with the job. I couldn't stand it anymore. So I quit. I quit on the day that I was supposed to come back. So I had my two days off. By this time, I already got another job. I got a job doing security. I just so I got the job to do security on the Tuesday and Thursday I was supposed to go back to Pop-Tart and then Saturday I was supposed to start the security job. I decided, ah, uh, fuck that. I'm just not going to go back to Pop-Tart at all. So I went back there on Thursday in the in the daytime. Everybody knew me and knew that I worked overnight. So I went in the daytime and I walked up and I'm like, yo, so, uh, yeah, I can't make it in tonight. They're like, oh, oh my God, Winston, what's wrong? Is everything okay? Yeah. Um, no, nah, everything's good. I'm just not going to fucking come back to this job. They're like, what? Yeah. Yeah. I'm done. I'm done. Just, you know, clock me out. I'm done. <laughs> I ain't coming back to your shitty ass place. So I walked out feeling like a boss. Oh, you should have seen me. This was, what was this? This was 2009. Rick Ross was bumping, you know, like I was, I was hot shit that day. Left, went uh, home, chilled for like a few days until Saturday, Saturday coming up and they told me at the security spot, like, yo, your first spot, we're going to post you at this retail store. I'm like, yo, bet. What am I going to be doing? You're going to be securing the parking lot. I'm like, okay, bet. So what we're going to do is we're going to put you in our security car and you're going to drive around the parking lot. I'm like, all right, sounds good too. Where's the store? Like what store? What company is it? They're like, oh, it's for Pop-Tart. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like for real? I just quit this motherfucker and now you're putting me back in the place? All right, whatever. So... I go there, and when I get there, (laughs) this is all in Florida, by the way. When I get there, they got me in this piece of shit, like, Jeep, Jeep, not a Cherokee, but a Jeep something, some, some tiny Jeep. I can't even remember what it was. But then, while they got me in there, they... They said, all right, this is what you got to do. You got to drive around a parking lot with the flashers on. You got to make sure people are seeing you. Make sure that you're being seen, be a presence. If you see anything, 
make sure that you report it. Put it in your report. I'm like, okay. Uh, during the daytime? No, it's going to be overnight. So not only am I still working overnight, but I'm also working at the goddamn store that I didn't even want to be at in the first place that I quit the job to get the goddamn security job. But, you know, it's neither here nor there. It's a paycheck. It was more money than what I was making. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll do it. Let me tell you about this janky ass store. They had, it wasn't the exact store that I quit from. It was one that was like a few, a couple miles down the road. But still, still for this shitty ass place, I ended up doing nothing because I felt to myself like, yeah, you're not paying me enough to get stabbed or to get shot. I was getting paid $11 an hour. And in my mind, that's not enough to get killed over. So I drove around. You know, I put the flashes on. Plus, I'm a big dude. So I'm at least look intimidating. You know what I mean? I drove around. I did my thing. I, 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 I patrolled. And this lasted for about two weeks. The third week, I said, fuck it. I ain't going to do nothing at all. What I used to do was <laughs> I used to. So, okay. So I don't know if you've ever been to a Pop-Tart um, parking lot. There is a parking lot in front of the store, parking lot on the side of each of of each side of the building, right? On opposite sides. I drove up one side, uh, turned the 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 AC up because it was hot down in Florida. Turned the AC up, roll my seat back, turn them flashes on, turn the high beams on, put on a little bit of smooth R&B. Knocked out. Dead ass slept for like four hours some nights. <laughs> that place was not secure <laughs> at all. It was so bad that one time my supervisor for the site, he drove up, you know, to check on me, to surprise me. When he drove up, caught me in the car sleeping. Caught me slipping, you know what I mean? I figured this nigga like on the window. I'm like, oh, where? Where? I looked up and I figured, oh, shit, I'm about to get fired. I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to have to go sit at home. Ugh. Luckily for me, the dude was Jamaican, too. I rolled the window down and I look up at him and he was like, Winston, you, you all right? I say, oh, why? You want to say, Boy, you want to know, so I got, I got hospital today, you know, and when I got hospital, they, they check me out and they say, me, my body not get enough rest, you know what I mean? So they give me this medication for make my body get more rest, so now me I get more rest. The thought of telling someone that you went to the hospital to get a medication that will make you sleep more while you're operating a vehicle doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't even know why I said it because it sounds dumb now that I say it out loud. But when I said it, like, let's let, let me just be honest for a second. This company, the security company that I was working for, 
they didn't hire the brightest of people. So let me just say that. So when he heard that, he was like, yo, oh, man, that's not good. That's not good at all. That's not good at all. But, I mean, you can't sleep on the work. You understand? Some say, yeah, man, yeah, man. Yeah, man, I know, man, I know, man. But you peeled him, I peeled him. But, I mean, you want to you want take over the site so I can go home? They hate that shit. They don't wanna. They don't wanna do none of that. So he's like, no, 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 no. Just, just drive around. Just drive around, nigga. I just told you I'm taking pills that make me sleep. Regardless, he let me off. He left, and I went right the fuck back to sleep. <laughs> Didn't learn a lesson. <laughs> so this went on for about two more months. Until one day, I'm sitting in front of the store. I used to do that. Like, every two hours, I would do at least that. But it was overnight, so nothing really happened. But regardless, every two hours, I would drive up, get in front of the store, and fill out my log. Uh, Like, what is it? Like, 1 o'clock, nothing to report. 2 o'clock, nothing to report, that kind of deal. And typical day, just there, nothing wrong. All of a sudden, I look up, I see these three dudes, like, running out of the store with a shopping cart. And they had, like, boxes in the shopping cart. I, I feel like I saw, like, a white and green box and a blue box and some other tiny little little things like DVD cases. So they're running out. This would set off like a red flag, but mind you, it's been three months. I I didn't care from the second week. It's been three months in. I definitely don't care now. But I see them running out and... They look at me, all three of them, like, look at me like a deer caught in headlights when I look up and, and, and look at them. And then they're like, uh, uh, uh. hi, officer, and then ran off, right? They jumped in the car, loaded up the car, and uh, drove off. So I'm like, huh, interesting. So I go back to do my report. The next couple of seconds while they're driving off, the store manager runs out and he's like, oh, did you see him? Did you see him? Well, like, did I see who? Yes, of course I saw them. Who, who, who am I looking for? The three guys, the three guys that just ran out. I'm like, uh, no, what three guys? You didn't see three guys that ran out. They just stole uh, four Playstations and three Xbox 360s and a bunch of games. So I'm like, how exactly did they steal it? Because normally when you go to a retail store to buy high-end products like this, what they do is you go to the to the case, they unlock the case, they take the case, the item out, go to their register, and you pay for it right then and there. Then you walk around the store and do whatever else you want. But that's normally how it goes. Apparently... These dudes told the person that was operating this area that, oh, yeah, we got to do some more shopping. So we're going to go up to the front of the store and pay for it. 
she was new. So she was like, okay, and just gave it to them. So then these niggas like, yeah, fuck that shit. I'm out. <laughs> Ran out. Now, let's say that I did my job. The SOPs of my job is to observe and report. I observe them running out of the store and I for damn sure wrote it down on my log. So I did my job. This dude, Mr. Store Manager over here, wanted me to run after the dude, like chase after them. I'm like, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not finna get stabbed for some shit that y'all already got insured. No, I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. Good luck. Then he's like, well, he jumps in the, 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 the car that I'm in. He's like, all right, we'll chase after them, drive after them. We'll, we'll catch up to them. And then we can, I'll call the cops and then you block them off with the, with the car. I'm like, I dead ass took the key out of the ignition, handed them to him and said, you do it because I'm not. My people said I can't leave the property with the vehicle. And that's what the fuck I ain't going to do. That's it. Yeah, they said that they didn't want me there after about another week. (laughs) And I left. I didn't leave the security job. I just left that place because I don't I don't feel like I should be stabbed for anybody's job. That's paying me eleven dollars an hour. Matter of fact, when I used to work for Pop-Tart, I was in the back one day packing out some stuff um, from the back room so that I could bring it out to the floor. As soon as I get to the floor, the assistant manager at the time, well, he was the shift manager for the overnight, but they eventually made him into an assistant manager. He comes up to me and he's like, yo, Winston, yo, yo, he's like real thuggy i don't i don't know why my nigga we we work we work retail overnight calm down calm the fuck down he comes up to me and he's like yo winston yo check this out my guy i just saw three dudes over there in the corner and they all like look suspicious like i'm like okay all right why are you whispering that's that's my first Issue, why are you whispering to me? Why are you so close and why are you whispering in my ears like you're trying to get my number? Relax. He's like, all right, all right, all right, all right, listen. I want you to go up to that first door and I'm a man the second door so that if they try to run out with some stuff, then we can grab them from both ends. I'm like, I right, bet. All right, I'm going to go up here and you go over there. He's like, all right. So he takes off. And I go the fuck back to the back room because I'm getting paid $8 and 50 cents. I'm not going to get stabbed for a item that is already insured. I'm not doing it. What's wrong with you? What is, what is up with all of these commando ass people that work in retail? 
Like, seriously, what is it? It's not that serious. It's not that hype of a situation. Why you got to be all gung-ho to whoop somebody's ass when they're trying to steal, like, $3 worth of shit? You know what I mean? It's not. It's just not. Stop. Stop doing it. Stop doing it. Your life is more important than wasting it for some graham crackers or a box of Cheerios. Relax. Anyway, the the guy runs up and I go to the back room because I'm not having any part of it. And he then shouts out over the radio like code blue, code blue, code blue. Which I don't know what the code mean. The only code I know for retail stores is code Adam. And that's that um, there's a missing child. That's it. I know what code blue mean, code pink, code red. Maybe these are supposed to be important to me, but I didn't learn none of them because I'm getting paid $8.50. <laughs> don't get me wrong. You should have pride in your work. You really should. But I'm... <laughs> If I'm flipping burgers at McDonald's, do not expect me to be employee of the month. It's never going to happen. I'm going to come in and I'm going to do as much as I need to do to accomplish getting a paycheck. That's it. Fuck all of that extra shit. Not doing it. But regardless, he shouts out, cold blue, cold blue, cold blue, cold blue. And I'm in the back. Like, eating some chips, like, what the fuck is a cold blue? What's about to happen here? He gets tackled by one of the guys. And the other one, like, bumps him and, like, like knocks him over. While the other dude, like, runs out the side that I was supposed to be securing. But I was busy in the back not, not getting beat the fuck up. <laughs> so he... He then runs out into the parking lot chasing these three dudes. And after all of this comes up, after everything is all said and done, I, we, well, we, we go back and we review the cameras and we review the tape and everything. Turns out that they stole $15 worth of stuff because the Pop-Tart store that I worked at, it was... A store that only sells food, right? They never sold any electronics or anything. It was a new thing that they were trying out at the time in Florida. Or, well, not even just in Florida, but in our region. They were just trying out this thing because they have their regular store. They have their giant store or gigantic store. And then they have, like, the food store. They call it the uh, blank market store so i worked at that so the only thing they could have stolen was food i'm not i am not i'm not gonna stop someone from stealing food if you're trying to steal a titanic dvd maybe i'll put some hands on you you know what i mean because what are you doing but if you're trying to steal some jello and some tea bags and some crackers and some bread and some milk. I feel like you are struggling right now. I would 
volunteer to pay for it for you. But if not, you don't want that and you just want to run out with it, by all means, carry along, good sir. I'm not going to be the one to bust your ass and have you sent to prison to get a misdemeanor. No, I'm, I'm not going to do that. This, it all ties into what I think it's about title. That's one thing that I've noticed since I've been here in America is that Americans love titles. They are, they get so dick hard over titles. Oh my God. I am a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an assistant director for, for the, for the thing. Dude, relax, relax. Cause you're not the only person that's this. And you're not the only person that's ever been this. Matter of fact, the, the, um, what do you call it? The store manager was what you were and he moved up. So it's not like you're, and I hate to say this, but you're not special. (laughs) Relax. I was, I I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Titles here in America are a huge deal to people. When you hear that someone is a, oh, I'm a doctor. I am Dr. Smith. Oh, how you doing there, Mr. Smith? No, 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 no. It's Dr. Smith. All right. Mr. Smith or Dr. Smith, I'm still going to spin in your food. So really doesn't matter to me, buddy. <laughs> Ah, uh, titles. Sense of entitlement. This is this is this is definitely an American trait. God bless all Americans and their can-do attitude. You know, wanna go to what do you call it? Third world countries and help them in their plight and dig them out of the muck and all of this stuff. Amazing. Beautiful. Beautiful. But at the same time, why don't you just shut the fuck up and go sit down somewhere? Because you're a bit too, you're a bit too hype right now. You're a bit too in my business. So relax. That's, that's just like one thing for me. That's just one, one scenario from that one job that I went through doing the, the security job that I did. Oh my God. There's so many like ridiculous things that happen to me. It's, uh, I can't even put it into words. I can't, but you know what? I'm, I'm not going to right now. I feel like I've been talking your ear off enough. I can come back and revisit this again because I remember I was doing a security job at this other spot and there was a fire, but the way the fire hat, I'll tell you guys later because it's just too much to go into now, but yeah, we'll, we'll pick this up another time. Okay. And that's it. You guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Thank you for chilling with me and experiencing the various frustrations that I deal with in life. I hope you guys were enlightened and blessed by the episode, and I hope to see you guys back next week. You can find the show on social media. 
under the name Oxenities, and you can find me, Uncle Doug, also on social media. I'll tell you which ones, but I feel like that would steal from the the search, you know, the hunt. Yeah, like a fat dude trying to find an all-you-can-eat restaurant. Yeah, I want y'all to, to be hungry. Yeah, go ahead, go out there, find me. <laughs> Have a good week, you guys. Enjoy it. Be good, be blessed, be well, and love each other because nobody else loves you. Literally. Bye. Things are getting much better, but I always wonder when I went to church on Sundays. I've always been one to, I'm not just a boxer. I do a lot of reading, a lot of studying. I ask questions. I go, I travel these countries and watch how their people live and I learn. And I always ask my mother, I said, Mother, how come is everything white? I said, why is Jesus white with blonde and blue eyes? Why is the Lord's <laughs> Supper all white men? Angels are white. Pope and, and um, Mary and every, even the angels. I said, Mother? When we die, do we go to heaven? She said, naturally, we go to heaven. I said, well, what happened to all the black angels when they took the pictures? <laughs> I said, I said, oh, I know. If the white folks was in heaven, too, then the black angels were in the kitchen preparing the milk and honey. <laughs> I said, listen, you quit saying that, boy. I was always curious. And I always wonder why I had to die to go to heaven. Why I couldn't have pretty cars and good money and nice homes now. Why do I have to wait till I die to get milk and honey? And I said, Mama, I don't want no milk and honey. I like steaks and, and I said, milk and honey is a laxative anyway. Did they, did they have a lot of bathrooms in heaven? So anyway, I was always curious. I always wondered why. You know, Tarzan is the king of the jungle in Africa. He was white. And, uh, I saw this white man swinging around Africa with a diaper on, hollering, oh! You all see Tarzan over here? Right. Tarzan? And all the Africans, so he's beating them up and breaking the lion's jaw. And here's Tarzan talking to the animals. And the Africans been there for centuries, and he yet can't talk to the animals. Only Tarzan can talk to the animals. I always wonder why. Miss America was always white. All the beautiful brown women in America, beautiful suntans, beautiful shapes, all tight complexions, but she always was white. And Miss World was always white. And Miss Universe was always white. And then they got some stuff called White House Cigars, White Swan Soap, King White Soap, White Cloud Tissue Paper, <clears throat> White Rain Hair Rinse, White Tornado Flow Wax. Everything was white. And the angel food cake was the white cake, and the devil food cake was the chocolate cake. <laughs> I said, Mama, why is everything white? I always wondered, you know, and, and the president lived in the White House. <laughs> And Mary had a little lamb, his feet as white as snow, and snow white. And everything was white. Santa Claus was white. And everything bad was black. The little ugly duckling was a black duck. And the black cat was the bad luck. And if I threaten you, I'm going to blackmail you. I said, Mama, why don't they call it white male? They lie, too. I was always curious. And then, and this is when I knew something was wrong. Won the Olympic gold medal in Rome, Italy. Olympic champion, the Russian standing right here, and the pole right here. 
Is Poland considered a communist country? Yeah. Yeah, I'm defeating America's so-called threats or enemies. And the flag is going ton 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 I'm standing so proud. Ton 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 And I don't hook the world for America. Ton 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 I took my gold medal, thought I'd invented something. I said, man, I know I'm going to get my people freedom there. I'm the champion of the whole world, Olympic champion. I know I can eat downtown now. And I went downtown that day, had my big old medal on and went in the restaurants. At that time, black things weren't integrated. The black folks couldn't eat downtown. And I went downtown, I sat down, and I said, you know, a cup of coffee, uh, hot dog. He said, the lady said, we don't serve Negroes. <laughs> I'm so mad. I said, I don't eat them either. Just give me a cup of hot I'm the Olympic gold medal. One three days ago, I fought for this country in Rome. I won the gold medal, and I'm going to eat. The manager heard her tell the manager, and she says, he said, well, I'm not the, I'm not the man. Now, he's got to go out. Anyway, I didn't raise no They put me out. And I had to leave that restaurant in my hometown where I went to church and served in their Christianity and fought and dead and fought in all the wars. Just won the gold medal and couldn't eat downtown. I said, something's wrong with me.